It's a true story. True story. Of seven strangers. Pick to live in a loft. And find out what happens. When people stop being polite. Could you get the phone? And start getting real. The real world has reunited. Oh my gosh. For real world homecoming. Blew my mind. Season one, every single cast member of the original season one real world have gotten together to film a season a new season of the original real world i think that this would have been obviously it would have been exciting anyway yeah i think it would have been emotional anyway but the fact that in november of 2020 we decided to do a deep dive into Real World Season 1. Season 1. And we watched every episode and felt it like we were the ages that we were in 1992, which yeah, was like I was 12 and 13 and you were 15, 16, something right. like that. And we did an episode on it. If you haven't listened, I recommend listening because it was it was through the eyes of two people who really loved season one of The Real World, and had no idea that there was ever any hope to have a reunion like this. Yeah, I feel like the thought was for the longest time and at that point that these people would never get back together, ever. Right. It didn't feel like that. It felt like maybe two or three of them were still in contact with each other. Yeah, maybe. Julie wasn't even on the radar. Right. She was... Off in Alabama with her family and She's not like, I don't on even like Facebook. Not on any form of social media. <laughs> right. Eric was off being a shaman somewhere, you know, and it just didn't feel like it was ever even a thought that it would happen again. Yeah, such a curveball to hear that, hey, they're getting back together again. You're like, what? All of them? So exciting. Yeah. And I knew it was coming, right? But I just didn't know how it would feel. To see those seven people together. It felt amazing. Amazing. And just the fact that they really felt it. They They were so emotional about it. Honestly, watching it, the second that Julie, you, oh my gosh, you have to watch this. It's on Paramount Plus. If you loved the real world, you have to watch. You have to. They do these side-by-sides, okay, of these people now, 30 years later, They've got Julie in the limo or, you know, in the car going through the streets of New York City. Yeah, like the same streets, the same spot. You're seeing like the black and white that we saw in the original. When she was 19. Yeah. Now that she's almost 50. Yeah. That's so crazy. So crazy. And then they put them all in the same loft. They in secured, the same loft? Yeah, they secured the same loft. They got them in there. Oh my gosh. And it looks so different, but like Becky said, like it's it's so different, but so the same. Yeah. Probably got like the same bones, right? But they've changed. They've updated it, but they were showing like side by sides of different areas, like the pool table Mm -hmm. and the bedrooms and the kitchen and all of that. And then you get a shot of like Becky going to the refrigerator in the original as Becky's going to the refrigerator in the new one. I never thought that I would cry watching someone getting into a refrigerator. And then they show Kevin like standing in the corner by the counter side by side. And Julie's crying in the car on the way up. And I like from the second that Julie started crying, Mm -hmm. 
I don't think I stopped crying the entire episode. Right. Even though there were moments of laughter and fun, I was sobbing. It was just emotional. It was so emotional. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's because we just recently watched it. So it was Mm -hmm. really fresh on the brain. It was very fresh for us. And, but either know, way, I think we would have felt it. Maybe oh, not absolutely. as much, but we would have felt it. Yeah. What I loved about it, it's hard to even really put it into words, but the fact that they all seemed to be really moved by it. They did. It wasn't something that was small to them. They understood how important it was. Right. They understood what it was back then. Still. Yes. To this day, because it was something different. Yes. You know? It was very impactful and a very important show. And they paved the way. And look, if you've watched The Real World or The Challenge, like you understand now what it's like. But for them, it wasn't about hooking up in hot tubs. Right. You know, it wasn't about all that. It it wasn't about any of that. It was just about people that, you know, they were all artists and they, they were very active in social justice and just learning about the things that were going on in the world and you were kind of just seeing it all through their eyes. Right. Like Kevin brought up a good point. Norm was the first openly gay person on television that that I was aware of. Right. For that that most people were aware of. I think right. all people, and honestly, they, like a real person. Right. And they spoke about that and like what difference that made for a lot of people. Absolutely. It was massive. Because we watched, what what did we watch? We watched Danny Pellegrino interviewing them. And like Danny spoke about what that meant to him at that time. Right, because he's a gay man and mm-hmm. he he's younger than we are, but obviously he still watched it. I don't right. know if it was in reruns or what, but, you know, just talking about how much that all meant to him. Yeah. To see someone, some representation on the screen, you know? Right, exactly. And there were topics of, you know, racism and... Abortion, politics. Yeah, because it was like, it was such a a different time back then. Like things were changing, but on like multiple levels Mm -hmm. from like a political standpoint. They were talking about, you know, Bill Clinton coming into office. Right. You know, that's when he won the election. Things Mm -hmm. changed there. Mm -hmm. From a racial standpoint, things were. Well, on that topic, what we learned was that that was when the Rodney King. thing was happening the verdicts came out right and that wasn't even aired on the show right which i thought was interesting because they they aired so much and a lot of things that were racial topics but they didn't go into that i don't know what the i would love to know from the producer aspect like why they kept that off of yeah yeah that was curious to me as well we got to see some behind the scene or some unseen footage yeah which was also really great to see and it was them watching the riots, or as Kevin referred to to it, the rebellion in L.A. Yeah, and it's like, what else did I not see? Right. You know, from, so there's all these, like, questions of what happened on the show. Mm-hmm. You feel like you saw everything, but did you see everything? You know, w- were we fully informed as far as, like, what led to different situations and conversations? I don't know. Right. I think we should share that we watch all the roommates show up mm-hmm. and they're all, you know, hugging and so excited and popping open some champagne. Yeah. And very excited to see each other. Right. And I don't think that they even knew they were going to be in the loft. So that was very yeah. exciting, too. When they were dropped off there, you saw all of them react to, oh, my God, we're at the same place, you know. 
And then you start to hear people be like, where's Eric? Why is Eric not here yet? Should we text him? And they're all sitting at a table and all of a sudden the TV screen turns on and they're like, there's Eric Neese. There is Eric. And they're just like, what are you doing? He's like, guess what I have. Yeah. And you see their reaction. They're all just like, he has COVID. He got COVID. So he couldn't. We've only seen the first episode. Right. But I feel like it spans a time of seven days in total. So I don't I don't know that he's going to be on any of the episodes with the other castmates. Not in the loft. I feel like not because we see him, you know, they show us little scenes where you see him like in a bathtub and stuff like that. But you don't really see him with anybody. Yeah. You see him on a balcony with his mask on yeah. dancing. I so I wonder all, if like. I think they all come out and visit him all, on the balcony. Yeah, that's what I think too. And all of that. And it's emotional though. Like you see a lot of them start crying and everything. He starts just, crying. And, and they start he, crying. Oh my gosh. He started crying. He did. When he said, where are you guys? And they said, we're in the loft. Yeah. We are in our spot. And he was like, no, I'm really crying. And he, got he emotional. was so emotional that they're there. You could tell he there. wanted to be there with them. It meant a lot to him. Oh, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Does. it. Me too. And also made me feel so good to know that they just all wanted to be together because like we talked about on our episode, it was sad to feel like, you know, because we saw them reunite yeah. shortly after and to and it was like these people that you loved so much, it was sad to think of the fact that like now they might not be close. Yeah. It's like they didn't like each other at that point or some of them didn't. They had hurt or, feelings. They or, did. And but it's changed. They like did it, say, though, a lot of them said that they hadn't seen each other since the 90s. Some, some of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was really interesting to see. And I think a lot of it is going to be brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, at least they're teasing. Like when they on da- their interviews with Danny on Everything Iconic, if you don't listen to that podcast, it's one of my favorites. So I recommend it. But he got to actually talk to all of them. And they were saying, like, you all are going to freak out when yeah. you see when everything. You see what's coming. You know, they're like, we came to play. <laughs> I can't wait to see I it can't all. wait to see what all is going to happen. Yeah. Um, but we did get a little teaser of, like, the Julian Kevin thing, which mm-hmm. was, like, one of the biggest fights on reality TV or most well-known yeah, fights. Absolutely. He was saying that every person that ever talks to him about real world brings up that fight, which made me feel better because we talked about it a lot on our podcast as well. He was dressed to the nines for that too, by the way. Like, oh, he was in was a suit. A, he was in a sweet yeah. suit. Nice work. <laughs> but they showed Julie FaceTiming with her daughter, who's like a mini me of she her. Is, yeah. And she was saying she brought her phone to Kevin and she was like, she wants she wants to meet you because you were on CNN. Mm-hmm. And you see like Kevin talking to Julie's daughter, who this was so emotional for me. And you see Julie like her face is like she's trying not to cry. Yeah, because it is such a moment and they just let it happen. They don't really make a big deal out of it. They just let it happen. But like Julie's daughter is telling him that she is Working with the civil rights, yeah, she's an department activist. Yeah, in Alabama, you know, and Kevin it seems very impressed by that and yeah. very kind of blown away and saying like, "What a good job Julie has done with her kids," and that's really cool to see after what they went through together. Right. It's funny because then like Julie kind of walks away and you see Kevin just like rubbing his face like. 
really it's really touched him or it's really affected him because they haven't talked about it yet but yet it's like wow yeah i feel like that's the moment they're building to yeah they'll talk about it for sure conversation between the two of them Mm -hmm. i can't wait to see what that is i know that was really impactful to see like i'm emotional again just talking (laughs) about it but it shows that there are going to be conversations like with norman just talking about his story I thought it was interesting that Andre was talking about the fact that when he was younger and he was on the show, he didn't really speak up a lot about how he felt. And so he was planning on doing that this time. So I'll be interested to see what he has to say. I would be curious, too. Also, we saw his daughter. She is so cute. She is the cutest little girl I've ever seen. Her name is She's sitting there playing guitar with him. Yes. She's adorable. Oh, it's so good. I mean, he's got to be close to 50, if not over 50 as yeah. well. And she's young. So, I mean, oh, yeah. he she's, just She had looks her. like she's like four or something. Right. You know, Heather B. comes in with her personality. <laughs> she's yeah. the most fun. She brought like an entire bar with her. Yep. Just this, this, just the same person, you know? It's mm-hmm. just really cool to see these people that you know have lived 30 years of life, but you still see the same person in them. They, right. they all look the same, but look different, mm-hmm. you know? And there may be some more wrinkles or some more pounds <laughs> or whatever, but like they're still them. They it actually are, yeah. made me feel really good to it think did. about like, you know, we're not that far behind them, you know, no. but it's like they still are who they are. And mm-hmm. and listening to them talk, it's like, it's okay that Julie is now almost 50. Like mm-hmm. she still feels like the same person when she's talking, you she know? She does, yeah. And she is the same person, but part of me felt like with her hiding away, it's like she didn't understand the impact of the show or she didn't care or something. And it made me feel a little different about her. But now it's like, oh. She knew. It was like this connection was made again and it it felt really good. And now she's on Instagram and I follow her on Instagram (laughs) and I'm like, oh, it's Julie. (laughs) But let me tell you about somebody else on Instagram. Who? Let me tell you about Becky. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love this story. <laughs> oh my gosh. So listen, this is so insane and I don't really understand it. But when we put out our episode, I was proud of it. I was like, listen, nobody's talking about the real world. No. Season one. I feel like that's one of our better early episodes. I think so too. I mean, listen, our earlier episodes are not, I, I don't think they're as great as, you know, I think we've gotten a lot better. It's a learning process the whole way through. Absolutely. Yeah. But I just re-listened to it the other day and I feel like it's a really good episode. Yeah. And there's a lot of nostalgia in it. Plus it's dazed and confused and there's a lot of, we talk about a lot of high school nostalgia and mm-hmm. that. They're both really fun topics. But when I posted about the episode when it came out, I tagged... All of the people from real world that were right. on Instagram. Right. And I didn't, you know, I don't think any of them really like liked it or did anything except Becky. Of course, she goes by Rebecca now, but mm-hmm. I guess for real world, she's staying as Becky. But her Instagram says Rebecca. She liked it. And I was like, oh, I was so excited. Because I was excited. like, oh, my gosh. I remember. She liked it. And then like two seconds later, I went to go look for her, her page <laughs> And she was missing. Hmm. She was gone. She had disappeared. You know why? Because she blocked me. Why? Like and block? Like, is that a thing? I don't I don't know. It's, I don't understand. It was so curious at the time. 
I was, it was like this, it was a roller coaster because it was like such a high and then mm-hmm. such a low. Cause I was like, why? Uh, that made me feel so sad. Cause I actually, we had talked about on the episode how growing up, I, I wasn't as much of a Becky fan, but then watching it as an adult, I really, I really liked Becky, yeah. you know? I saw her differently. And then I just assumed that the reason that she blocked me was because she was like, thanks. I appreciate you. Don't talk to me. I don't want to be associated with the real world anymore. Right. That's how I felt that she was handling it. And I don't know. Maybe at that point she hadn't been approached about this show yet. It could be. You know, and she was just done with it. But then she was approached with it and she decided she was going to do it. She even said on the show, like, oh, I just decided I was going to come in here and just be like, I don't care. I'm just going to get in there and do it and blah, blah, blah. And then then she goes in and she's crying the whole time. You know, I think it was like this thing that you think is just pushed behind you. Yeah, you're like, it's fine. And then I cry. Right. And I thought it was also interesting how this was in the interview with Danny. Andre was talking about how... You know, you're only on this show for, I think he said it was, was it 13 weeks or mm-hmm. something like that? And he and he's like, you're like early 20s, mm-hmm. 13 weeks when you're 20 years old. Just think about that. And now let's talk about it for 30 years. Like, let's really concentrate on this 13 weeks of your life when you're in your early 20s. And let's still be talking about it when you're 50. Yeah, it's crazy. It is really crazy to think about. I can't even imagine myself at that age and still having people talk about it. I can't imagine doing anything interesting enough at that age that people would be talking about it, you know. But I guess if if you're put in that situation, you know, it's not like they were doing anything. Some of them weren't doing anything spectacular. They're just there, you know. But yet people were talking about it. They had a moment where they put up on the screen, the TV screen, it said, welcome home. Yeah. And they flashed up some pictures of them, you know, together when they were younger. And they were like FaceTiming with Eric at the time so he could see it too. And basically just talking about the photos, you know, saying, oh, yeah. there's Kevin on his phone. Kevin's and on now the phone. Kevin's on his phone over here, <laughs> you know, and just talking about like Becky's makeup and stuff like that. It was just, you know, fun nostalgia. I feel like this episode was really kind of how it was for me, where it was just like, you're just so excited it's happening and you can't believe it's happening. Yeah. That nothing really happened. Yeah, nothing Other happened. than just being there. You, you got into the loft and that's about it. But that was enough. Like, that was, for me, sufficient. Like, it was good just to see everyone's face again. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm excited that it's not just a reunion special where they sit down for an interview or they're in the loft, you know, for a week week. and that's what Julie was saying on the interview with Danny. It's like, you know, we knew that we didn't have to just like try to milk it all in one little sitting. Like we could, I could go to bed and wake up and know that they were still going to be there. Yeah. For the whole day. Right. For the whole week. Right. So it's like, you didn't have to have every conversation right away. You could save some of it. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I'm so excited. And then another thing I thought was cool was Norman was talking about just how surreal it was being in the loft with all those people. He was Mm -hmm. like, there was a moment where I woke up in the morning and I was like getting out of the shower and you could hear people talking. Mm -hmm. He's like, and just the sounds of people walking (laughs) around in the loft and hearing those voices mingling together. He's like, I didn't know if it was 1992 or 2021. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Because it probably like, does sound the same. You're like, oh my God. I haven't heard those voices mix like that in this same space yeah. for 20 years. How trippy would that be? Yeah, that's cool. Like what for you would be, you know, if you could go back into a certain setting for a little while, like what would be? Probably something very similar, like waking like up in my room bed. or something. Or maybe at my parents' house, like yeah. waking up if people are awake before me, because I would sleep till like 11. Mm-hmm. And like, what does that sound like when you wake up? Or you're right, like a, a dorm room, like. What, what did it sound like to wake up in that dorm room? And if you hear it again, you hear the same thing-ish? It would, it's the same thing as like, you know, they say that, you know, like songs are a big form mm-hmm. of recall. Like you don't think you can remember a song and then it, you hear it. Yeah. And there's just the same with our Instagram page. And I post these like theme songs of kids shows from 1983. And people are like, well, I didn't even know I remembered this yeah. show. And then it started playing and I sang every word of this mm-hmm. theme song. And I didn't even remember it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think I remembered it, you know? Right. So it's like, you think you don't remember what the sounds were like in your house in 1983. But what if you woke, woke back you up in it. that bed? Yeah. And like, your mom's making some bacon and your sister's on the phone. And, and you're like, where your dad's right doing so, you know, like, I, your dad's leaving for work. You hear the garage door yeah. open and just all that kind of stuff. Like, what would it be for you? I mean, I guess something like that. Yeah. Just being in the house. I mean, not that I had a, you had a bigger household than I did, but. You still had sounds. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, or a dorm, because you don't just hear the people that are in your room, but you hear people in all the rooms and mm. then the floors above you and right. <laughs> everywhere. People it's like your first outside. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to relive those sounds. <laughs> it made me really excited for them that they got to relive that. And I'm mm. so happy that the powers that be worked it out that they could be in that same space same and that here. they got everybody. Even though Eric can't be there with them, he's still in a hotel in New York. Talking he's, with them He's there. And, and he he's, wants to be there, which yes, is fun too. that's the important thing is yeah. that he wants to be there. And he was even talking in the interview with Danny about how he would want to do, because they're doing a challenge reboot with Challenge All-Stars, the, yeah. the OGs. I can't wait. Thank you, Mark Long. Yes, thank you, Mark. Uh, and Danny asked if any of them would be interested. And Eric, of course, is he's the like, only yep, one. That he's like, yes. And I was so happy because it <laughs> yeah. felt like, you know, when he started doing all of his, you know, zen just a shift in his life. Yeah, he changed from MTV grind to yeah. you know, posing in front of a mountain doing a yoga pose. Right. It's just a little different for him yeah. and it felt like that was pulling him away from ever doing anything yeah. on MTV again. You but know? you got to see that he liked it. He had yeah, fun with it. It was it looks exciting. like it was fun. It made me feel happy to see that he was excited about the thought of doing it again. He yeah. could the only reason he's not on this first challenge all stars is because they were filming the right. real world so i can't wait to see him on the next season i know it I will watch that it, makes me it. excited to think that they're going to do it again yeah. and then i hope they keep bringing these people back like Absolutely. i want to see them in, until they're old and gray like well some I've of said, them are already gray but you <laughs> right. know <laughs> older and grayer older and grayer i've said that i want challenge year round like, well we get multiple, it year round we well, we, we don't get it year, year round. We, we get, get it, it twice a year. We get some breaks, though. I don't want any breaks. Oh, you're saying you want it constant. Constantly. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, different forms of it. That's fine. 
I'm not yeah, saying well, I they want should, one challenge show. They should show. flip-flop between OGs yes. and the new stuff. I would say give me four challenges, yes. whatever that is. Give me a quarter of the year, yeah. four quarters of the year, different challenges. Agreed. So I can never stop watching Challenge, and I will continue watching it. Mark Long, make it happen. Come on, Mark. You have, you've made this happen. Now I feel like you can make anything happen. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we just felt like we couldn't let this go by without talking about it. And yeah. we didn't want to wait until the whole season was over because right. they are spreading it out. I thought that they were going to drop the whole season right away and we'd be able to binge the whole thing and just mm-hmm. do a full episode on it. But that's not how they're doing it, which is fine because now we get to you know, enjoy it for mm-hmm. a lot longer. They're forcing us to <laughs> milk thank it. You. Thank you, Emma. or thank you, Paramount Plus. I know it's weird just not say MTV. Yeah. It's weird that it's not on MTV, but that's okay. So we'll be back to talk about I guess it'll be episode two. I guess it will yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye bye.